And we spoke about last time the idea of the, the Eved Ivri and really it's a, it's a safety system to protect people who are otherwise not making it in society and it's a very rehabilitation program. And we saw it applies Dafka to the concept of Ed-Knani, okay, every applies Dafka to Jews. So somebody asked the question, why doesn't the same uh, system apply to non-Jews too? Okay, so that's what I want to talk about today because it's really a part of a bigger question which I want to address and which is often asked in different forms. And that is, it's clear in the Torah that our level of obligation of chesed to Jews is different to our level of obligation of chesed to non-Jews. In most of the mitzvahs, the Torah says achicha, or reyecha, which means your brother, or reyecha is your friend, and both of them are references to other Jewish people. And in, it's often asked the question that uh, why, if the Torah is, is de- describing the ideal system and the ideal society, so why is the Torah limiting us, limiting us just, just to the way we interact with other Jews. Why wouldn't that be more appropriate to the, for that to apply to everybody? And there are many, many myths like this, whether it's a Shabbos Aveda and whether it's Rubis, the Torah says you can't take Rubis from Achicha, and the Torah says clearly, yes, I know, you can't take Rubis, you can't take interest from Anandja. The Torah says clearly, by uh, Shabbos Aveda, by Shabbos Aveda, by returning last object, Adrosh Achicha, I say, and therefore the Halach is the Shabbos Aveda applies to something which belongs to a Jew, obviously that the uh, without the caveat that in case it makes it Kiddush Hashem and we're not denying that because it's clear in the Torah and of course we're not trying to change the Torah says clearly that the mitzvahs of Chesed apply Dafka to a Jew and uh, obviously the, the strongest proof of all for Haftan L'Reyecha Kamecha is Dafka L'Reyecha which means someone else is a Jew so the mitzvah to love your fellow as yourself means your fellow Jew and people always ask the question why not your fellow human being why shouldn't that same system apply to anybody. If it's, if it's the correct thing to love your fellow man, then it'll be your, your fellow man. And if it's the correct thing to return the last object to the owner, so then let's do that for everybody. And if it's considered wrong to take advantage of somebody else's need to charge interest when they're already in a position where they have to resort to taking loans, so why is that limited to Klai Yisrael only? That's a bit different. That's a that's a machlekes and that's a and halacha, and that's not the first in the Torah. I'm just giving examples of what's clearly clearly written in the Torah. And once again, the, the aleph is your job is to explain Torah. We don't try and deny it or say that things are going to be different or that it was only the game at the time. The Torah says it clearly, and the halacha hasn't changed. And uh, we have to explain, we have to understand it for ourselves first. Why the mitzvahs of Chesed applies daf- in all the different examples we gave apply Dafka to Klai Israel and specifically not to non-Jews. It's, it's, the Torah sometimes even clearly makes the, diff- the distinction. Why? Why is it like that? If it's, a, if it's the correct inter- interaction between people, why would it apply to everybody? So, the easy part here is to explain it to us to understand the rule. The more difficult part is how to translate it into something which the questioner is going to understand also. So let's start with the first part first, and that is how do we explain it for ourselves? Why would the Torah distinguish between distinguish between the chesed done to another, another Jew as opposed to the chesed done to a non-Jew? 
it's the wrong thing sometimes to do uh, the various forms of chesed the Torah describes for any for non-Jews because then that means even if a person is doing it for a Jew then it's not a mitzvah it's something which a person does for for anyone ok so there's two steps to the answer for us there's two steps to the answer for us and then we can talk about how to apply it the the, the first way to think is how does the Torah view the, those people who are not of the Jewish people how does the Torah view the outside nations do you look at them as being neutral, neutral or passive or do you look at them as being our enemies and if we're going to first talk about those nations who are our enemies then we understand that, we, that there's a certain logic that we're not trying to help our enemies at, in the end, at the end of the day people often make that mistake and they think that by by extending friendship to someone who's an enemy it's going to make them into a friend now there are rules when there's a mahalach when that works and when that doesn't work there's a mahalach when, when offering friendship to someone is a way to better a relationship with them and as a result it can make for better a better or better connection in the future and sometimes it's not going to make any difference where the animosity runs deep enough and the hatred is enough that whatever you're going to do it's not going to change a lot of people today are always promoting peace don't understand this point there's some people you can make peace with because if you bridge the gap and you work together then you can get along and there's some people that it's a, it's a feud going back generations and it's, a, it's so deep, deep-seated that extending a hand in peace isn't going to be reciprocated and if that's the case, then whatever you're going to give them is really going to be something which is to your own detriment. We're going to talk about the sisters of background because eventually we're going to discuss a Malik too, the difference here. But that's the idea of Esav, Son, and Yaakov. It's a halacha, which means it's something which is unchangeable. It's something unchangeable, and, and if some of those people who are representing that Kirch of Esav, I'm not saying every non-Jew today is in that category, a lot aren't, but those people that you consider to be Esav, so then they're not going to be pacified by the fact that we're going to try and befriend them. And something by any, something by any other real sign. So if those were the nature of the game that the Torah is describing that we're not mechayef to do chesed, so we understand. It's, a, it's, it's, not, it's not something which is going to make for a more peaceable coexistence. It's sworn enemies of Klai Yisrael. There's no reason and it's not going to help to whatever you give them really is like I said, it's going to be used against you. But that doesn't apply to everybody. That's a partial answer, it's not a full answer, because the Torah says all going. And the Torah says it's a, that the din of not, not, um, not to charge rebus, it doesn't differentiate between going with friends or going with enemies. And that's why we have to come to a second part in the answer too. And this is the part which really I wanted to explain. And that is that there's a certain mistaken way of thinking that people have especially today and that is we're going to talk about it as soon as we get to the middle of that as well and that is that people tend to think that I can treat everybody the same way I'm going to be on equal terms with everyone and therefore I can everyone's a friend and everyone's an equal and it blurs any concern if that, that feeling of I'm going to be friends the same way with everybody I'm going to get along the same with everybody but means that I'm really friends with no one it means that I can co- coexist with anybody, <coughs> maybe, but I, I'm, I'm not. I'm really friends with no one. And let me explain this idea a little bit because it's something which uh, today sounds very foreign. 
So I'm going to start from the source in the Torah, and we'll build it hopefully step by step, that the Torah can understand the principle I'm trying to convey. And then, like I said, the hard part is just going to be how to, be, how to explain it to an audience. The word in the Torah for, for wisdom is das. Das in the National Kodesh has two opposite meanings. Das means to connect. Like the Pasuk says, Vayeda Adam which means he knew who she was, but it means he was connected to her. Similarly, when David Melech tells his son Shlomo before he dies, Das elakei avicha, doesn't mean that you should know that there is Hashem, Shlomo was a Mahamin. It means, you're not even in the sense that you're going to mischave, you're going to connect to him. So Das can mean connection. And at the same time, Das can mean separation. Why? The Gemara says in Brachas that the reason on Matzah Shabbos we say Havdalah in the Brach of Chayin Das because in Ein Das Havdalah Minayin. Without the function of Das, you wouldn't be able to separate things. And if you look at it from the surface, so it looks like a contradiction. Does Das mean connection, or does Das mean separation? Which one? Now, on the surface, it looks like a question, but if a person understands the concept, it's really the same thing. And that makes me what I mean. And that is, you can't connect to anything unless you're able to separate. And I'll give you an example. Uh, my wife has a seminary, and sometimes she tries to help the girls in the seminary, even afterwards. And one time she was trying to help a certain girl with Shidduch. And this girl had a number of options. She said she couldn't choose, she couldn't choose which one to meet. So, she, so my wife asked me to help her, so what's the problem? They're all, they're all good options. I can't, choose, well, I can't choose which one I'd like to meet. Well, like, what's the difference between them? Don't know, no difference, it's all the same. So if that's what you think, then you really have a problem. If you think all the options are the same, then it's true, how are you meant to decide? Well, if, if there's no difference between any of them, so then this is good, and this is good, and this is good, and this is good. The only difference is they have a different, this one's motion, this is just like a social, that's for the uncle. If that's the only difference in how you meant to decide. But there's something missing, because no two people are the same. And if that's the case, if you look at different options, then you'll be able to see this person has this attribute, this person has that one, this person has this uh, background, this one has that one. And then, as much as they can all be good people, I'm not saying one person's good and one person's bad, but I can definitely see differences. And if I get to know people, then I can definitely see they're all good people, they're all they're all friends, whatever it is, but there's still differences between people. And if I'm able to differentiate, then I can see differences, then I can choose who which one I want to connect to. If I'm able to point out that this person is more of this personality, this one's more of that personality, now I can decide which one I want to connect to, which one I'm, which I feel is right for me. But if everybody's the same, so then how am I going to decide who to choose? Then there's no ability to connect if there's no ability to separate. And the same thing applies when it comes to choosing a career. Which means a person has to choose a career. There's lots of options out there. But if a person can't, doesn't can't tell the difference between them, it's all good. He's happy to be a lawyer, he's happy to be an accountant, he's happy to go into business, he's happy to stay in Kodal. So how's he going to decide? If there's no differences, everything's the same. So if I can't differentiate and see, this needs a certain kind of person, this is a certain kind of mindset, this is the thing I feel I'll be better at, whatever it's going to be, where I can separate the choice that I want, I'll never connect to anything. And yes, I had a student like that. That spent a year in Kodal and decided he's going to medical school. And after a year, decided he actually wants to go to law school. And he went into business and he went back to accountancy. And he never went anywhere because that's exactly the problem. If a person can't make up his mind what he wants to do and separate the option I want to follow, I'll never connect to anything. I'll never connect to anything. Das means both. In order to connect to something, I first have to separate that what I want to connect to, focus on that, and then connect to it. 
But if everything is open to me, it's like one big sea of options, I'll never connect to anything. And therefore, without the first step of dice, which means the ability to differentiate between the options and then decide way up which one do I want to choose, then I can choose to connect to. And if I have lots of people that are willing to meet me, then if I have to way up to decide between the options, which one do I feel is the one who's most appropriate for me, and then I can get married to them. Then I can make a connection with them. But if I never get to the stage of being able to separate the options, and everything is the same and everything is good, I'll never achieve anything. I'll never separate, connect to anything. And it applies even within a more... It applies even in a more focused area. For example, even if a person decides to stay in learning, but the Torah is enormous. And is the person going to specialize in learning halacha very well? Does he want to work more on numbers? Does he want to work more on bikiyas? Does he want to work more on writing? So whatever it's going to be. And it all sounds wonderful. It's true. But if a person doesn't get to a stage where I can differentiate, this is where my skill is, this is what I want to do, this is where I'm going to excel, then they're never going to do that. They're going to get, they're going to get caught up by the vast amounts of options available to them. And they'll never, they'll, it's not that, that now they have so much. It's really, the more options you have, the less you have. Because not, I haven't connected to anything. It's just like the book is going to think, wow, I have a stack of resumes on my table. You're not, you're not married to anyone. When you're married, there's only one person left at the end. But then there's a real relationship. Lots of options don't give you a connection. Lots of options just confuse you from that. If there's no, if there's no, if there's no separation, if I don't identify what I want to do or what I want to be or who I want to connect to, then I'm never going to connect to anything. Is Kedusha the same concept? Yes. Sure. I'm not, I'm not fully understanding. <clears throat> we started off with saying that none of these people have this misconception. It's the wrong way of thinking that they could be friends with everyone. So why can't my thought be that I want to connect to Because you can't connect. So that's what I want to say now. So with that background, we should understand what Dias means. Now, therefore, we understand like this. If, if, if I'm going to look to focus on, let's look at just an example of marriage first. If I'm going to look to focus as I'm looking for one person that I'm going to connect to, then there's one person I can build a real relationship with. If my mindset is, no, I don't want to limit myself. Why should I choose to marry one person and limit myself to them? I can have lots of people. I can have lots of people that I interact with in whatever way it's going to be. What it really means is I have a connection with nobody. And even if it's a, even if it's a society which allows whatever it allows and has no, no, no moral barrier anymore, but there's no connection. On the contrary, the fact that everything is permissible and the fact that a person has an endless amount of options means that the more options there are, the less connection there is to anybody. A real connection only comes when it comes from a connection. And the connection means, and that's exactly what Kiddushin means, I think maybe it's maybe before above wrong, is that, that the person you're choosing is also a Kuli The person I'm choosing to connect to is unique. And no one else is touching that. And that makes the basis for a connection which is different to everything else. And anybody who's gotten married understands this point. And that is that the idea of getting married, the very fact that we, we, we're choosing each other and singling each other out and now going to be like different, we, we're different for everybody else. We've set ourselves apart from everybody else. That's what Kiddushin means. We made ourselves also to the rest of the world like Hektesh. That makes the basis for a relationship which is unique too. And if a person doesn't get to the first stage of that separation, and they think, no, I can, I'm, not, I'm not limiting my options by choosing to interact with you. I'm keeping all my other options open. They'll never make a relationship. And the same applies to everything, even to our relationship with Hashem. We chose Hashem as Hashem Echod, and there's nothing else. And Hashem chose us as Goyechod Baritz, and there's nobody else. 
And that's what makes the relationship. Because when we manage to focus, there's nothing else. This is unique. If we manage to, to, to distract, or I mean, differentiate between what I'm choosing and everything else I'm not choosing, that gives me the ability to connect to what I'm choosing. Like I said, it applies to a vocation, it applies to a career choice, it applies to marriage, it applies to a friend, it applies to whatever it's going to be. The uniqueness sets the basis for our closeness, for a relationship, for a connection. And the lack of uniqueness means there's no real connection. A person can interact, but there's no depth to that. There's no real connection there. Now, if we understand that, so then we understand the basis of different, different levels of relationship. Of course, a relationship between a husband and wife what makes it Kaddish, what makes it unique, is dafka the very nature of the fact that it's a, that it's a connection which is different, different to everybody else. It's separated from everyone else. The way that I connect to my children, as opposed to all the other children in the street, is the same thing. Being as a, there's, a, there's a clear separation, these are my children, and if I have a much closer connection to them, is because I, and Mimele, the, I relate to them in a completely different way to everybody else, or the, all the other children. It doesn't mean I don't like children. But if I thought all the children are equal, my kids, the neighbor's kids, the kids down the block, are all equal, so then there's a big problem with the person. But it means he's not going to look after his children or connect to them any more than any other random child. That's a mistake. That's a mistake. What's meant to be is if they're my children, so then I have a much closer connection with them, and that's going to make because I deal with them differently, because I feel more connected to them. And that's the second step. And the same thing, we go to the third step. What the Gemara says, Amakaravis Kravov. Amakaravis Kravov, which means people who, for whatever reason, I have more of a, have more of a connection to than other people. So there's the same differentiation. For whatever reason, this is a person I'm closer to, I'm more connected to. And the fact that that, that makes a certain, uh, a certain level of, connect, of difference between this person who I'm connected to as opposed to another person who I'm not lays the groundwork makes the foundation for a relationship which is going to be closer um, for example there are many Rabbanim in town and but and if those people who say okay every time I have a Shaila you know I'll just see who's I'll just randomly call whoever's available whoever answers the phone first I'll ask them a Shaila it could work you'll probably get contradictory answers but it could work but you'll never have a cash with anybody it's, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a service you're using. You'll never catch with anybody. But if a person chooses, this is the role I choose to connect to. I want to learn from him. I want to follow him. I want to become a Talmud. Then that act of separation, which means he's the person I'm listening to. This is the Rosh Hashiva I follow. This is the Psakim. That act of separation means that's going to lay the basis for a relationship. And when there is, where isn't, where there isn't the first step, which means I'm, I'm not committing myself to one person. I'll, I'll, I'll ask anybody who's wherever's convenient for me. Or, whatever I think will give me the answer I want. Then, if you don't say, if there's no separation, there's no possibility of connection. Those are the two sides of the das. And therefore, if a person is using his das, the first part of das is to choose, is notice, to notice the differences. The first, part of das, the first part of das is differentiation. I can see all the options. They all uh, wear long frocks and have white beards. But I can still see there's a difference between people, there's different personalities, there's different mahalchim, there's different ways of interaction. And with whatever it is that I'm going to choose, as the Rosh Hashiva or the Rav or the Pesach, whoever it is that I respect, so now there's a certain differentiation process. Why did he choose him? And because once I have chosen, then that makes the best of a connection. Because now there's something unique in whatever way that's going to be. How do you choose a Chavrosa? How do you choose a friend? How do you choose a business partner? It's not something which is randomly open to any person who randomly meets and says, okay, let's work together and invest money in each other. 
No, I look for certain qualities. I look for certain compatibility. I look for certain integrity. And when I've decided that I'm willing to work with you and not anybody else, and if that's the case, that lays the basis for a relationship. The first one's clear? Yeah. It's a different discussion. Yeah. To, to a certain extent, like, why we can't do that? Like, like for example, example of children. If I wanted to look, see every child in the street, like my own child, and you want everything, one it's way, a mistake. It's a, that's the mistake I'm trying to explain. What is the mistake? The mistake because we don't have the we have the creative to do that. Sorry? Would it be possible to connect to everyone the same way? Yes, it's impossible. So can children, so but, but they, but they, his children. But they're his children. And the fact that they're my children makes that, bar- that, 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 that sort of circle around them. These are my children. As opposed to, it's not my children. It's impossible. All that happens is, you lose any connection. I can treat everybody the same way. The same way will be with, with less connection. The, 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 the wider you, and this is also true, the wider you make that, so to speak, circle of the differentiation, the less connection is going to be. The more, the more, right, the more close it is, the more connected it is, the more wide it is, the less connected it is. It seems that the bigger the person, the more they're able to be widely connected, though. So what's the idea that every connection... So this is also the answer to his question, which I want to discuss as a separate topic, uh, and also the answer to your question. And that is, it's the, what defines the connection. What, it's not the person. Of course, marriage is defined primarily by one-on-one, and that's uh, the ideal. Even in the Torah system, the ideal marriage is one person to one person is an ideal connection that way. The definition of a relationship parent to child is I define this is my child and therefore he's different to somebody else who's not my child. Now if I have two children or five children or twenty children, it doesn't make a difference. The definition still applies. And if you have the person that this is my Talmud, and that's why I treat him differently because it's my Talmud. Then it could be one, it could be ten, it could be a hundred. But the 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 the, 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 the dice definition of what I identify this person as is that's what makes me more connected to him than someone who's not. But the idea is, well, let's just treat everybody the same way. never works. If, if there's no con- separation, then that means there's no ability to connect. It's after when I have a definition of why I'm connecting to you, in what capacity, that's what makes for the nature of the relationship. And that's why you're going to relate to people who you do connect to differently, because the way you've defined the connection is different. You're going to, hopefully, relate to your wife differently than you're going to relate to your business partner, your chavrosa. And you're going to relate to your child differently than you're going to relate to your talmud. And you're going to relate to your rabbi differently than you're going to relate to your neighbor. I relate to all these people, and I have a good connection with all of them, but it's going to be different. Because the reason is, what defines the connection is going to define the way that we're going to connect. That what defines the, sep- the, the distinction of the relationship makes the basis for the way that, the, that we're going to connect to each other. So just to clarify, it's not shot that, like, person has like X, X number of like connecting abilities and like no. this is how he wants to do it. No. It's, it's right. It's not that I'm limited to connecting to three people or five people or fifty people. But it's the limited to there has to be a definition of how I connect to people. Okay, so so like so with that with that going mind, like so like that's a besides for like um you know one's connection with their with their wife or maybe maybe even not. Like if if someone would like like kind of like what RuPaul's asking like somewhere on like a very, very high level he loved every year to like on that level but he, even if he loves every year there's not going to be like he loves his children and it's not going to be like he loves people who are closer to him you just made a wider bear, a wider, a wider so to speak circle and the wider circle you've called Kai Yisra no but uh, what I'm saying is I'm saying let's say someone I don't even know if this is possible I'm saying like, let's say someone is, is the sadness that everyone asks his child it's a, really that means he's not holding by his children 
Why? Because that's the mitzvah. The, 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 it's not shaykh. And that's the point I wanted to explain before. To say, oh, I'll, I'll just love everybody. I'll, I'll love the whole world the same way. We'll get on with him as my wife and some random person on the bus and a person that, that I just noticed once in the street. I love everybody the same. It's, it's a mistake. It means there's no real connection to anybody. Dude, I'm not talking about someone like me. I'm talking about like... Like, Even a person is very great. The mahalach of connection has to be, it's defined by the way I'm connected to them. So yes, I treat people a certain way, but that's not a very close way. There's a certain interaction I have with other human beings. Their cheretz, or the way that I look at, like what you call darkeshalem, whatever you're going to call it. There's a certain, and, then, and even then, there's a, there's a barrier around that as well, which means I treat different peop- an- people differently than I treat animals. I'm not mechuv to a cat, but I'm mechuv to a person. There's a certain differentiation. But it's a very wide, it's a very wide circle. And if that's the case, is there going to be much of a kasher, a very minimal kasher? And if I'm going to draw a smaller circle, then in that smaller circle, I have more of a kasher. And again, then the mitzvah is not because the person is limited how many people I can feel a connection to, but what makes the basis for the connection is, and what the connection is going to be, is the, the definition of what, in what way are you connecting? In what way are you relating to somebody else? And the, 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 the more clearly defined that, the, that that definition is of how the relationship is going to be, the closer it's going to be. For sure. For sure. They, 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 they said about uh, which of the Gedolim Mashkichim of Desta, I don't remember. One of them. He said that, the uh, said that, as much as he's close to all his committed, but if a fire would break out in the night, who's he going to run to save first? He says, the tab of a fire is going to save his son first. Oh, he's close to other people too, but there's a different level of closeness. Now, and that's the Messias. And if it's not like it, then there's a problem. Then a person doesn't have a gather called children. And that's the problem also. In today's world, this is a different discussion we're saying in Agav, people have lost their gather called marriage. And if that's the case, they, even if they're going to try and interact with somebody else, they, it never builds the... That the, the relationship with the marriage is meant to be. I'm talking about the wider world because they've never made that distinction. Or oh, there's a special way to relate to somebody uniquely as in a marriage, and Imela, that's going to create a basis for a much better relationship. If it's just a wider circle which can involve lots of people and doesn't have any uniqueness, there's no kiddushin, there's no there's no speciality, then it doesn't. There's, there's no relationship which is what a, a unique relationship of marriage can produce. And if we understand that then you understand that we have to have uh, like concentric circles. And the more close the circle is to me, then the more clear it's defined what the relationship is, the matter the closer it's going to be. And uh, I'm just using family as the example, but uh, in, in a functional family, the closer relationship is between the couple. The second level is between parents and children. Third level, maybe between grandparents. Fourth level, between uncles and aunts, cousins. The further out I get, so yes, there is a kesher. We're still family. We're second cousins. We're third cousins. Whatever it's going to be. But uh, no one's going to treat their cousins like they treat their kids. It doesn't make sense. Uh, but uh, there's, uh, we, there are different levels. And there's not something wrong with the family. It works like that. that's, that's the way that it's meant to be. Because uh, in each category I define what's the level of my relationship, and the level of the closeness that that relationship is meant to have. That's the distinction. And once I have that, then there's a connection, which is defined by that level of closeness. And if a person says, no, I love everybody like myself or like my kids, it means they don't really have understanding of what it means to have a kid. So they don't, uh, if they don't feel something special for their own children, then there's a problem. Then there's a problem. I, I can, and the Ramban writes on the Torah. When the Ramban talks about the Ramban says, it's not shy to love someone like yourself. What it means is that just like I want for myself, 
whatever it is. I want for other people too. But uh, to say that it's mamish, I feel uh, as close as someone else as I feel to myself, is impossible. It's impossible and it's, 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 it's a lack of das. It means a person doesn't really have a feeling for themselves. Okay, so that's the first point. And now let's draw the circle wider. I'll draw the circle wider, not just out of the confines of my family, the people that I'm close to, my rabbin, my talmidim, my chavrusas, the people I interact with on a regular basis, whatever, my friends, whatever it's going to be. And I'm going to treat them differently too because there's a closer circle of my connection to them. And that's expected and that's the halacha also. Halacha is if I have a chance of who to do a chesed to, so then a karav karav kodem. The more close that circle is, the more it obligates me. Uh, more obligates me. Why are you more obligated to your friend than to some stranger from who needs the same thing? If I have uh, two people who are both asking me to help me for money to help them marry off their children, just one happens to be a good friend who I see every day in Shul, and one is some stranger from a different city who's knocking on my door I've never met him before, the halacha says to go help your friend. Why? They're both Jews, they both have the same tzarech. Again, the same nukhuda. And that is, machil to relate to somebody else changes based on my level of closeness to that person. And therefore, friends first. People in the same city as me come first. Why? Because there's a certain level of relationship. And with a circle, however you want to draw the circle, however you want to draw the level of what I connect to, so the closer the connection is, the more I'm obligated. And if that's the case, we understand that, that's, that, that being as I'm um, part of Klai Israel, that's a circle too. That's a circle too. And the Torah calls that Re'echo. Re'echo means Be'etim someone is shaykh to be your friend. Because we have a connection, we all have the Echot. We're all part of Klai Yisrael. That's a certain level of connection. And that, that level of connection is based on the distinction. Klai Yisrael is different. There's people who are in Klai Yisrael and there's people who are out of Klai Yisrael. And my obligation to people who are in Klai Yisrael is different to my obligation to people who are out of Klai Yisrael. Just like my obligation to people in my own family is different to people outside my family. So it's just the question is which, which circle we're drawing, but that's also a definition. And if that's the case, so there's a certain level of chesed which obligates me to Klai Yisrael. Does that mean that other people who are out of that circle are bad people? No, not necessarily. Just like all the shidduch resumes which are to turn and decide not to meet them aren't bad people, they're wonderful people. But it's not, to do, it's, it's not someone I'm connected to that doesn't obligate me. And therefore, the, and it has to be like that. It has to be like that. If a person would say, no, treat everybody the same. Don't, don't look for distinctions between people. It really means I'm connected to nobody. It's like having a whole stack of options without, having, without, without connecting to any of them. That's a mitzvah. And therefore, when it comes to harming another person, of course, that applies to a non as well. You know, that is still from a You can't cause nezik to a non You can't damage a non All the denim of how to treat another person applies to any human being. But the denim which are unique to uh, the chesed that we're obligated to do has a different category when it comes to other Jews. Has a different category when it comes to other Jews. That puts us in a circle where we're more high for each other. We're more responsible to look after each other. And therefore... Uh, the, 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 what we what we actively obligated to each other is a different category. Now, now if that's the case. So then, and why would it be a problem if you do the same thing for everybody? If it's not just for, if it's a good thing to do it for everybody, the answer is if you're going to treat everybody the same, then we're not we, then we really have a, we're not treating anybody better. It's not like you have a more connection with one than the other. It's tough with the fact that I have a certain definition of. Klai Yisrael, it gives me a focus. There's a way to treat someone because he's a Jew as opposed to someone else. And you matter, that gives a certain focus what I'm doing. If I say, no, treat everybody the same way, I wouldn't do it for anyone. If I lose the focus of connection, then I already remain unconnected to everybody. 
that's the first part of what we're going to talk about in this topic, and that is understanding for us. Understanding for us. And we have that same idea there also. And just like we talk about the level of connection with Hashem. There's something unique about it. And the level of Kiddushin is the uniqueness of the relationship between husband and wife. And the same thing when we talk about the Am Kaddish. The Am Kaddish is Klai Yisrael. Klai Kaddish whatever it is. And that is that the fact that it's unique. There's something special about it. It's a, it's a circle we draw which makes us, connects us in a certain way which obligates us to each other. That's for us to understand. It takes up our time. But next week, we'll talk about the next part, and that is when you ask questions and what the different questions are going to be, what's the way to respond to the questions and try and convey this point. The Aleph base and the Pugh Pugh always is, we're not going to change what the Torah says. We're not going to deny that the Torah does say that there's a certain way we have to treat other Jews and say, no, it doesn't apply anymore, whatever it is. The Torah is true, and we keep the Torah, we're trying to present the Torah's position. We just have to understand it. So if I, today's Shia was trying for us to understand the principle of how the Torah defines the difference between relationships and the, how the Gemara says, Akar of Kar of Kodim. That the closer somebody is, that means they have a different level of connection to me. And then the second part will be how to present this that we'll talk about next time. Right.